Hello, fake friends. We didn't want the month to go by without mentioning something that is very real and near to our hearts. September is National Suicide Prevention Month. All month, mental health advocates, prevention organizations, survivors, allies, and community members unite to promote suicide prevention awareness. It's okay to talk. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of self-harm, please reach out. Support is always available. Call 1-800-273-TALK. Again, 1-800-273-8255. Learn more about how you can help and get help by going to suicidepreventionlifeline.org or seizetheawkward.org. Hello, I'm Tiffany Dillon. And I'm Kevin Dillon. And And this this is is Fake Fake Headlines Headlines Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fake Headlines Podcast, episode number 114. Hello. Welcome, fake friends. You know, it's episode 114, and my birthday is 114, January 14th. Wow. Pretty crazy. And here we are recording it on Not That Day. Not That Day. So really takes a lot of wind out of my sails. Yeah, that's hmm. that's really nice that you would bring up your birthday um, so close to mine, Kev. Well, I didn't want to make it about me. I think you did. I mean, it's really more about That's you rude. and your birthday. It oh. is darn right. It, September is mine. <laughs> you're one of the, well, you're not one of those people that uses the whole month to celebrate. No. You deserve it. Don't get me wrong. That's but you're right. Not, you don't you. overstep and you don't, you don't make it all about you the entire month. No. But we did celebrate your birthday last week. We did. We had a very lovely time. It was an, a... A lovely time indeed. We I, I didn't know what adjective to use. There were so many that I could have used, so I, I stumbled there. I, that's okay. Nice, lovely, amazing, fantastic. Those are some good ones. Wonderful, perfect. You know, it was good. Yeah, it was a great day. Might, why don't you tell the folks at home what we did for to celebrate your immersion into this world? Immersion? No, that sounds wrong. Your debut. Yeah, that's better. Your debut into let's, the world. <laughs> let's give me a debut, shall we? I mean, as a performer. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, I went out and uh, did things on my own without you entirely. Yeah, you had a whole day to yourself. I just let you go and uh-huh. just let you do what you wanted yeah. for once. And it'll just be a mystery. You'll yeah. never know. God dang, I thought I was going <laughs> to find out. Um, no, Kevin and I took the day off. We had an, a nice long weekend. So, uh, we spent the day together doing things and, uh, Kevin made me breakfast. That was really nice. And then, uh, we got dressed and, um, around the country has been this, uh, 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 Van Gogh exhibit that's been occurring where you kind of immerse yourself into, uh, Van Gogh's work and you learn a little bit more about his life uh, leading up to uh, becoming an artist through uh, letters that he exchanged with his brother in the first part of the the exhibit. And then the second part was his artwork and it's not actually his paintings. It's like it's all set up in a tent. So you are basically this tiny little person surrounded by these little huge I don't know, like 20 feet tall paintings. Yeah. It wasn't uh, like a, it's not like a single tent you would projected. go camping in. It was like yeah. a giant, imagine like the, uh, it was like a warehouse, but a tent. Yeah. It, it was, was a like, massive structure. Yeah. So it was like projections of his artwork yeah. that, that moved and, and shifted and had music going. So it was basically an audio, 
um, auditory and uh, visitory. Vis- visitory, yes, that's the word. <laughs> uh, visual experience, and uh, it was really, really cool. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I really love Van Gogh. Um, so I was really excited to see that it was going to be around Buffalo, um, for my birthday. Yeah, it was really cool. So yeah, you're kind of just, uh, the paintings are just kind of appearing and dematerializing in front of you on the walls and they will slide down off the wall across the floor underneath you as you're standing there. So it's a very... It's very trippy. Like I would imagine if you were uh, on psychedelic drugs, it would probably break your brain into. Yeah. It was pretty intense just being of sound mind and body being there. It was really, really cool. Um, I, uh, I think that one of my favorite parts was, uh, all of a sudden like everything kind of went dark and then it was like a wave of colors came washing across the room. Um, and we were on the further side, so it hit us last and it was just really neat to just have all this done with lights, basically have it, um, kind of come like a wave of color toward you. And, uh, so then you yourself became part of a painting. It was really neat. It was really, really neat. I know I sound drunk. Don't <laughs> explaining this. It was like really cool. The colors it was like would really like cool. fly over you, man. It was like you were a part of the painting, but the painting <laughs> was a part of you. You were a symbiotic relationship with art and digital life. It was amazing. So amazing. Yeah. So check it out if it's. Uh, you, you can look up Beyond Van Gogh. And you can see if it's uh, anywhere near your neighborhood, but definitely worth checking out. Like, uh, yeah, just fascinating. Uh, even if you're not like a, a huge uh, fan of old art like you you can't help but enjoy it just because of the sheer magnificence of the digital experience combined with the sheer magnificence of some of the most important and critically acclaimed uh, art that has ever been produced by a human being on this planet here we are in 2021 and this person's art is on tour yeah i mean it's just it's this timeless uh classic important stuff so it, it's check uh, it out it's um really interesting i'm sorry um it's uh really interesting too because uh he spent a lot of his life uh kind of struggling to try and figure out uh, himself and what he should do with himself and then he kind of landed upon being an artist mm-hmm. and it never really seemed like he ever really saw himself as a success he he you know, unfortunately, um, died by suicide, but he left behind like this magical sort of, um, world, uh, that allows us to kind of experience, um, what he saw through his eyes. Um, and, uh, I just think it's so, so fascinating, so beautiful, um, what can come out of that. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we can celebrate that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, Van Gogh is certainly a troubled life. I institutionalized yeah. at one point. Yeah. Uh, of course, the whole ear situation that the we all have heard thing. about. The, the whole, whole ear, ear thing. You know, they had that. They had that little. They had a little display, not display, but they had this for sale at the end. It was a, basically a Van Gogh doll. Yes. In a case with, with detachable ear. A detachable. Like, why would you want that in a toy? I was like, oh, that's cool, and then I was like, oh, that's. 
macabre. <laughs> the only <laughs> like the only thing that would make it cool is if it was like uh, it was like an action hero Van Gogh, and like you could rip off the ear and it became like a ninja star, and he would like save, he would like steal back artwork that had been stolen. Like he yeah. was like a some kind of secret agent yeah. with, a, with a ninja star ear. That I could understand. Yeah. But just having like, what would a kid do with that? Like, I don't well, think it's meant for kids. <laughs> oh, I, I bought it for all of our nieces and nephews. Oh, good. Oh, God. <laughs> They're going to love it. I have made a huge Christmas mistake. <laughs> I need to. <laughs> Christmas mistake. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, definitely very cool. And um, yeah, definitely worth checking out. After that, we went to an estate sale, found some really cool stuff there in this really, really cool house. <laughs> Thankfully, you know, I have to say, like, estate sales are kind of weird sometimes because uh, you're like, cool, uh, I guess these people are dead now. I guess I will just scoop up their stuff in a deal. Um, but thankfully, uh, the person who was selling the house is still alive. She just moved away. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, Okay, I feel like really good about yeah. buying these things. So you didn't buy a dead woman's dress. I did not. You bought I a woman's not. dress who had relocated to a different country. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> much you can feel much better wearing that. Yeah, absolutely. Not that you would feel bad the other way, but it's, you know. A little weird. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you also bought a lot of fabric too because Tiffany has been dabbling in the sewing arts. I don't know what you call it. Sure. Sewing? Yeah. Would you call it sewing? Is that a new hobby? Would you call it that? Yeah. Okay. So as I stated, uh, sewing. So she found some great material. Uh, there was like a whole sewing room in this house, but it is weird just to like walk. Cause you just walk in, like they're expecting people to just walk into a house. So no one's like stopping you, but it, it's so bizarre just to pull up and then just walk into someone's house that yeah. you have no idea. You've never been there before in your life. You thumb through their things. You just flip, you know, it's like, it's like being like a, it's like a safe way to get out my kind of cat burglar kind of creep in feelings. You know, I can get, I can just walk into someone's house. I have more than I'd like to admit right now. Uh-huh. I feel like uh-huh. I should sure. have my lawyer talk, like review this before we publish it. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I just want to walk into a stranger's house and look through their stuff. I know it's wrong. This is a way for me to satisfy that craving. Are you prankster cat dressed as Kevin right now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm here to say I'm prankster cat. And every single day I'm going to sneak in your house, look at some stuff, maybe take some material and make a blouse. I could also go for a mouse. I'm a cat. That's what we eat. Da-da. And we'll be right back after these words. <laughs> Felt like we should have a commercial yeah, there, right? I know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it was a great birthday celebration. We had a great time. And yeah. uh, and here we are with episode 114 of Fake Headlines Podcast. Yeah. So if yeah. this is your first time listening, thank you very much. And uh, please be sure to sign the guest book. Uh, we, uh, what we do every week on this show is that we go our separate ways on the internet and we look for an article we think the other person would find funny, a strange headline that tickles our fancy. And then we will come up with two hopefully equally bizarre headlines and we will then present each other with three strange headlines and we will try to guess based on the headline what the story could possibly be about And then we will also make a guess at which of the three stories is real. So it's just a fun conversation that we like to have with each other. We were doing it for years without recording it. We thought, let's record it. 
<laughs> Why not share this with people? Why are we doing all this wouldn't work? Wouldn't they love it? Wouldn't, wouldn't <laughs> random strangers like it? Maybe this show through sponsorships would allow me to be able to buy a house that I could then just creep on and not get anyone in trouble with. Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be great. I, I really don't have these tendencies. I know it was just a joke. <laughs> I just want you to be clear to me. When I'm very oh, tired in the morning. This is a, this is a weird way to find out, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, when you, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't see me, I'm downstairs using the restroom. I'll be right back. You just happen to I just assumed you were a serial killer. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Even better. <laughs> we'll be right back after these words. <laughs> <laughs> so tiffany i believe i'm gonna give you my three headlines first yeah yep right. you're up first all right here we go tiffany are you ready for episode 114's headlines yes all right here we go uh, headline number one uh, starbucks barista says pay it forward chain is actually extremely annoying <laughs> starbucks barista says that the pay it forward chain is actually extremely annoying Wow, what a party pooper. I know. At headline uh, number two, a rowdy alligator shuts down Little League game. Rowdy alligator shuts down Little League game. Okay. And headline number three, skateboarding pig delights senior center. <laughs> skateboarding pig delights senior center. This is the place where seniors live, not the center of one individual senior. Just to be clear. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Okay. Well, these are fun. Okay. I, it's like, it's like these, these headlines have like a, oh, oh. (laughs) That's that's the best kind of article right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So headline number one, Starbucks barista says, pay it forward chain is actually extremely annoying yeah i uh so if you don't know what this is so if you go to uh, a drive-through at a coffee place so starbucks for instance or dunkin donuts whatever you're into and uh you pull up to the window and then the person at the window would be like never mind that person ahead of you already paid for your drink have a great day. So what you could do in that instance is just be like, if there's no one behind you, then you just drive off and be like, cool, I got a free coffee. Mm -hmm. But if there's someone behind you, the respectable thing would be to pay for the persons behind you to pay it forward. Is that right? That is correct. You've, you've got it. Yes. So why would that be annoying? Would it be annoying because you're just trying to like keep track of who has paid for what? I could imagine that'd be part of it. I would imagine that would get confusing probably, right? I mean, because the, it feels like the odds of things going haywire at a drive-thru are pretty high under normal circumstances. Like how many times have you gone somewhere and, and it's not just one person's fault, but you, the part of your order is missing or, you know, that, all those kinds of things, little annoying things happen. Uh, no napkins or no straw. I got a drink with no straw or, you know, that kind of thing. So I can imagine that might be part of the problem or it could be the problem. But has it ever happened to you? Have you ever been a part of that? One of those situations? No. Yeah, me neither. Maybe, maybe it has to start with us. Maybe we have oh, to, okay. maybe we have to be part of that random acts of kindness by putting that out into the universe first. True. Not necessarily expecting it back, right. but if we put it out there, 
you know, it, it, um, that in itself is being a participant yeah. in it and feeling good feeling about good. that. Yeah. I guess too, the other thing I was thinking of too, is that, so it is kind of a nice thing, but it's like, you're already, you were already there buying coffee. Like you were already committing to the act of spending $5 on a coffee. So it, while it's nice, it's like you were already, you were going to be buying. It's not like, like it's, to me, it's more of a kind gesture. If you ha- weren't thinking like you couldn't afford the coffee and you were just like, man, I could really, I wish I had a coffee right now. And then someone came by with like a Frappuccino and you're like, oh my God, yeah. you're like an angel. Yeah. Like this is almost like a, maybe like a hollow gesture to, in, in some respect, because it's like you're, you were all in line. You're all, you all have money. You're all at Starbucks. You're mm-hmm. all doing okay. You know what I mean? It's like maybe that charity could go somewhere better or to someone better, Mm -hmm. but you can't really do that in line. It's not, you can be like, all right, uh, I am want you to, I also want to order, uh, uh, another small coffee and like, I'm just gonna, uh, just give it to someone that walks by that doesn't have money. Like there's no good way to do that. Right. You know? Well, maybe, maybe someone takes that $5 that they would have spent on that free coffee and they do pay it forward elsewhere. Like maybe, Maybe they put it in the barista tip jar. Oh, there Maybe you go. Yeah. they really do buy someone a cup of coffee who needs it. Mm-hmm. Probably a, pretty slim that happens, but yeah, I think that's a. I mean, that's a nice gesture, the tip jar, because I've never seen any money entering that tip jar at the at the drive-through window. Yeah, we don't I usually don't. pay for cat with cash. That's we, true. We uh, we use the Starbucks app. <laughs> it's preloaded and it's so convenient, guys. Think about it and download it at Starbucks.com. Well, you use the Starbucks app. I usually get my drinks for free by just flashing a nice smile. <laughs> That's true. Oh, I can't seem to get on the Wi-Fi. Tiffany, I'm elbowing you. You know what, you know what to do, babe. Let's get... <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, no. not, I mean, we don't need coffee that bad. I mean, just, let's, let's go home. Let, you know, let's just go home and make our own pot of coffee at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The other thing I was thinking, which might be kind of funny, is like, what if you were like, uh, you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to pay for the person's drink behind me before, like, you you pay for your coffee, you're like, I want to pay for the person's coffee behind me, that person, there's a man or woman behind you in the in the car, and they're like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I want to do. They're like, well, they're buying coffee for like the whole office, like, you sure you want to do this? And then you're like, do I back out of this? Is this too grand of a gesture? What do I do now? And then, yeah, because then you have to like, yeah, and swallow your your pride a little bit yeah. and be like, yes, that's exactly what I want to do. I mean, they ordered. I mean, it's like, it's like eighty five dollars worth of coffee. Are you sure? Yep. I mean, you don't have any problems with this man buying eighty five dollars worth of coffee for a complete stranger behind you that you weren't planning on doing. What if you just drove off and you're <laughs> you would, would do that with you do you would just ma'am, like ma'am please come back <laughs> you didn't even get you, your coffee you already paid for your own and then you just leave <laughs> you it there just floor it because you're like ah it's not worth it <laughs> it's not worth the pressure of disappointing <laughs> I think that's a funny like a funny sketch idea like someone putting a in a position where they've got to decide like yeah yes because you're a people pleaser but at the same time yeah you're like i i don't know i what am i i should do the right thing is the right thing is to follow through 
but also I can't. But also they're going to be disappointed. But also they didn't know what happened in the first place. But also this person's already mad at me. There's so much pressure in their eyes. <laughs> Uh, so, Kevin, headline number two, Rowdy Alligator uh, disrupts a Little League game? Yeah. Is that what it was? I think that's what it was. You think? Let me check my notes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rowdy Alligator shuts down Little League game. Oh, shuts it down. Shuts, shuts it shuts down. Shuts it straight down. Shuts it down. Do you think it was like uh, an uh, illegal, illegal game? A little, illegal Little League game and the alligator was like a code enforcer for Little League regulations honestly that seems like the most logical situation like just like a rowdy like like umpire or alligator umpire right i imagine this alligator walking around with like a nightstick yeah like like twirling it right yeah 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 and for some reason it's wearing a hat too yeah i think that's more weird than the nightstick yeah you're right alligators don't look good in hats no that's true they don't they they're like the one animal that does not look good in hats you know what they can pull off though a nice bolo tie, you know? <laughs> you know what? If I'm thinking of an alligator with any accessory, it's going to be a bolo tie. Yeah. It just seems fitting, doesn't it? Right? It really does. Yeah. I mean, what kind of boots would an alligator wear? Not alligator. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice boots. Thanks, the Tims. <laughs> like Timberlands? No, they're actually Tims. Remember Tim? Oh, God. <laughs> Tall guy, real pale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they look nice shine up real good <laughs> <laughs> of course he would need a spittoon yeah i think alligators would would chaw chaw down yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true and this rowdy alligator would just waltzing right in uh. like 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 you kids you kids playing little league <laughs> get out of here do you have a do you have a permit for this (laughs) let me check let me check let me just check the website because if this is a legit game it should have been registered with my company and i don't recall seeing there was a game today and this is very upsetting i mean i uh, little league's fine you know it's it's just not in this neighborhood you know it's it's got to be it's got to be down the road you know like this neighborhood Look at this grass. It's prime. Yeah, this is more of like a... It's, uh, it's prime grass. This is prime grass. You don't want to mess up this grass. It's, it's great for golf. This is golf grass. Exactly. This is golf grass. And those golfers, they're pretty tasty. The, and they put their divots back when they knock them out? Put on, yep. Do little, little league kids do that? No, they don't. No. No, they, they just leave a mess. They, there's divots everywhere. And they smell terrible. They stink. There's no. stinky divots. Yeah. Stinky divots everywhere. Yeah, look at their little cleats. <laughs> those are like little those are like little lawnmower feet. Yeah. They just dig up everything. Yeah. Those things is sick. Definitely wear cleats in Little League. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you want to grow up and play with the big boys, you better learn how to do it now. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) These are alligator rules. Alligator rules. Alligator rules. Alligator rules. Now, little kid, put on your bolo tie and get out there and hit a home run for mom. (laughs) Now, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? See you later. That's right. (laughs) Well, I think this is exactly what that story would be if we were to have read it. (laughs) I just read the headline, but I'm pretty sure we nailed it there. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a really rowdy alligator. Real real jerk. Like what makes it? I mean, I, I would assume that any alligator emerging onto a sports field would end it. It doesn't have to be like they could be a very, uh, calm 
mm-hmm. alligator, but I think that that would still cause things to stop. Yeah, it could be it could be a lonely alligator looking to enter a beauty pageant, and it would probably disrupt everything that was going on. <laughs> I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> but I put on my favorite lipstick. Uh, those are crocodile tears. <laughs> She throws down her wig. (laughs) Is this beauty pageant sanctioned by the Alligator League? I don't think it is. I don't think there was any pageant scheduled for tonight. Ma'am, you're going to have to take your pageantry elsewhere. Take that sash and move it on, okay? (laughs) But my name is Allie Alligator. (laughs) Pay for the pageant. (laughs) Um, So she... Okay. Yeah. yeah so any i think any i think any animal in general probably would shut down a game at least temporarily yeah cause, i mean animals are that they're they're animals and if they're wild it, yeah. i mean they're dangerous to not just wild this one's rowdy it's rowdy this is, a row, this is like <laughs> <laughs> you've heard of wildlife have you heard of rowdy life <laughs> that shit's crazy i don't know tell me about it rowdy piper <laughs> Roddy Roddy Gator. He's <laughs> got a little kilt. <laughs> <laughs> a little kilt and a bolo tie. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Um, his dad was from the South and his mom was from Scotland. Yes, you know? exactly. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. <laughs> rowdy rowdy gator a rowdy gator rowdy gator um uh uh you've seen like the alligators that they sh- show sometimes in in florida because that's where everything happens yeah i feel like this is a florida situation they, right? yeah. sometimes they're like straight up dinosaurs they're huge they're big. yeah they are very large like i don't know if that's from like all of the like drugs that are flushed down the toilet in Florida. <laughs> lots of, lots of like outdated prescriptions just in the, in the drinking water, in the ecosystem. Yeah. Now you have Hulk gators. And let me tell you something, brother, that's when you become a rowdy gator because I've been sitting there in Tampa sucking down that tap water and it's filled with Percocets and speed and all kinds of antibiotics and i gotta tell you something i am superhuman, and i am gonna chomp right through your little league legs <laughs> i really felt that character i've never oh, that was so good. felt more alive that was so good. <laughs> there was there was a spark in kevin's eyes I've been I've been I've been following wrestling a lot lately. <laughs> Very inspired. I got back into it. I've been I've been keeping up on it. Working, working on some stuff. Working on a character. I need to get out of the house. <laughs> I've also been inside for a year and a half straight <laughs> with just my wife and a cat and lots of tofu, and we've just gone bananas. Oh. <sighs> Kevin. Oh, yes. There's another headline, isn't headline there? Headline number yes. three. There's one. <laughs> uh, headline number three, skateboarding pig delights senior center. <laughs> Just imagine like I love this a so pig much. rolling in with like sunglasses on. 
<laughs> like someone just pushes a pig on it. Like, just, <laughs> hello. <laughs> like the deal with it gif. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It also makes me think of, um, I, you know, Geico has those commercials, but like the pig in the backseat with like his little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Windmill. Wind, what is that thing? I don't know. What are those called? Uh, I think that's a, I think that's how the vehicle gets power. It's wind powered. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, they've really come, really listening they've like come a long knew. way. They've really come. The Tesla is breaking out into some new yeah. areas of, of energy. Well, anyway, it reminds me of that pig sitting in the back seat going, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> um, Let me tell you about that pig. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so I, Honestly, I would dress as an old lady and go and sit in the senior yeah. center if it meant that I got to be delighted by a pig riding a skateboard. <laughs> I wonder if it's like on like one of those, like if it's on like the half pipe, pipe, pipe or pike. I think it's pipe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The, the loopy I don't, thing. I know nothing about skateboarding. I don't either. I don't really know much. I, I, I know Tony Hawk is a person. I know Tony Hawk Underground, a great soundtrack. That's all I know. That's I, all I remember. I know that Ty was really into the skateboarder at the end of Clueless. <laughs> and she went to his show. <laughs> so that like that's my extent. Like do you, I imagine the like the could the pig do some tricks? Not anything crazy, but like maybe just go up and down on the little thing, like back and forth. On the loop de looper, yeah, I think that's what it's called—the the skateboard loop de looper, mm-hmm. the ramp, the ramp, the skate ramp. Yeah, yeah, I could see some delightful pig uh, antics there. Do you think a, a pig skates on or all four feet, oh, or just the back hooves? Was it which which one were you imagining? Oh, I was imagining all four on the board. Uh huh. But you raise a valid point. Would the pig need? just the hind like the hind legs on there would be standing sort of upright skating yeah god that's interesting is the is the pig wearing pants if so how do they look do they just go on the up the back legs do they go just up the back legs they don't cover all four legs no wouldn't be a four-legged pant no no because those back legs are they're back legs. They're different than the front legs, right? Yeah, the front legs. <laughs> yeah, some different musculature to them. Yeah, it's like my arms and my legs. Yeah, while both equally muscular. That's what I'm trying to say. Are a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't say they're equally muscular, Kevin. Well, that's that's giving yourself a lot of credit. Wow. <laughs> wow. I guess. Because your arms are not the same size as your legs. And if they were, it would be real weird. I'd be, I would be ready for that wrestling match from earlier. <laughs> I would be ready to go. Yeah, you're right. I'm not that, I'm not that strong. I am pretty strong though. Just so you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I was thinking of too, is that like skateboarding, uh, I think that's a delight, just a goofy thing to see. Right. But um, it made me think of too that, like as, as maybe Generation X and forward get older, the kinds of things you would probably expect to see in a senior center would be very different than maybe what has been there traditionally. Because the folks that are in senior centers right now, we're we're talking people that were. Uh, maybe World War II veterans, maybe, right? I mean, people from mm-hmm. that greatest generation 
maybe some early boomers perhaps like from those early years maybe are in the retirement zone at this point or maybe in a situation where they may be living in a community i say all that to say we have very different tastes Mm -hmm. uh video games for example there's no video games probably in senior centers right now but in maybe 10 15 20 years there probably will be like xboxes everywhere because everyone's gotten old that like that stuff yeah or do you just give up that stuff at some point i think you just give that stuff up i think oh here's here's what i think regardless of your age the two types of entertainment well three types of entertainment that'll pretty much withstand time oh i know one of them would be no would be uh music Uh tv yeah and pets oh okay I don't think people ever really outgrow those. Okay. You know, like, I mean, not everyone likes animals for whatever reason. I think they're messed up, but. Right. Those people are not right. Yeah. So, um, they are probably living alone and miserable somewhere, not in a community because they probably don't like people either. Um, just, just assuming, um, and they're monsters. Um, so, yeah, so you grow old alone, jerk. <laughs> you don't deserve, you don't deserve friends <laughs> comfort in your later years. Um, you mean, but like regardless of, of, uh, their age, probably music and, and TV or yeah. some sort of entertainment will always be ingrained in us because that's what we are as, as people. Like we, we love that sort of that's thing a good in our point. Lives. I think, you know, you, I think you make a very excellent point with that too, because these are activities that you don't have to, uh, have sort of technology for technology for, or, um, they're, pa- they're passive things. Like you can sit there and just watch. You don't have to necessarily move or, Right. Uh, you know how to play an instrument you can enjoy the music just listening yeah or just watching you don't have to like there'd be certain hand-eye coordination uh and timing with video games that might be frustrating oh yeah as you've gotten older absolutely i mean it's frustrating for me and i'm just because i don't play them so if i'm playing a game i'm annoyed right away if something's yeah. not going right and i'm waving the controller in the air like that's going to help somehow uh-huh. but uh, i would imagine as you got older that would be more frustrating as your mm-hmm. reflexes mm-hmm. maybe slow down a little bit too and whatever, uh, you know, if you're struggling with cognitive issues or anything yeah, like that, yeah. like, but, the, you know, music can, music is probably one of the most powerful things we can experience as people, I think. So, because it, it um, affects us in such uh, unique ways. Yeah. So. That's a good point. I think that's a really good point. I think that by the time you get to that, to that stage in life, you're probably not really thinking of those kinds of things anymore. It's probably more traditional types of entertainments so kevin you're telling me that one of these is real yes one only one can you believe it just one can you refresh my memory on these three again so there's a starbucks barista yep we have the starbucks barista who claims that the pay it forward thing is annoying we have the rowdy alligator shutting down a little league game and the skateboarding pig delighting seniors okay hmm it's hard it's hard to tell from our our conversations honestly like of course you know when we start off there's always an inkling of which one is real hmm 
What's your inkling telling you? The skateboarding pig is real. Hmm. Is that your final answer? Yeah. I'm sorry, Tiffany, but that is a fake headline. Okay. I could see it happening, though. I know. Me too. I've seen dogs on skateboards. <laughs> I know. Me too. Delightful. I've, I've seen people on skateboards. I've seen people. And pigs are really intelligent. They could probably pull it off. I could see a they pig. Could. Like, I could see a pig in Tony Hawk skating around and being really great. Yeah. In a video game. Yeah. Let alone real life. Yeah. I feel like the first one is the most realistic. The Starbucks barista? Being a real jerk? Yeah. That, I mean, that does sound realistic because that's, I mean, you could imagine someone being a jerk mm-hmm. working in uh, the service industry like that. Yeah. You know? But you could also say that you could see an alligator getting things all crazy and bugaboo down at the old Florida Little League fields. Oh, so it is in Florida? Um, I mean, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go with that one. Okay. Well, I am sorry, Tiffany, but that is also a fake headline. You're rude. <laughs> I totally tricked you. I totally glanced at my phone like, yep, I did read it that it was Florida. Totally messed with your head there. I'm so sorry. Oh, dear. Oh, it feels so good. My heart hurts. Oh, but Tiffany. You broke my heart by blatantly lying. (laughs) You toyed with me because I was going to go with the first one. And then you were like, no, let's go with this one. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been deceived. Well, let me tell you something, Tiffany. You shouldn't (laughs) feel too deceived. So I... So I initially, I mean, I was half right then. I, that was your first inkling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, see, I was going to, the reason <laughs> I was sort of struggling because the other two headlines were very similar involving animals. So I found a third headline that was more along the same lines as the two stories that I read. Mm-hmm. But I also liked this story. So that's why I decided to go with this one after we decided okay. what to talk about there. Okay. So. Yeah. So anyway, Starbucks barista says pay it forward chain is actually extremely annoying. Now, this is from the mirror.co.uk. Uh, while, Star- while the Starbucks pay it forward chain might seem like a lovely idea to most, it turns out that many employees aren't too keen on the idea. Hmm. So if you're a regular Starbucks customer, you're probably familiar with the pay it forward scheme, which involves paying for the drinks of the person behind you in the queue. On the face of it, it's a very lovely gesture, as is, of course, designed to function as a small act of kindness that would make a person stay. However, it turns out that the scheme isn't all that popular when it comes to staff. Well, at least according to the bar- to the baristas, anyway. Hannah Wilson, who worked for the giant company for nearly seven years, says the pay-it-forward chain is extremely annoying for the people who are working. And she says, quote, I just want to say publicly, as a former Starbucks barista for nearly seven years, uh and the current Starbucks employees can't say this, but pay it forward is extremely annoying and it makes everything very confusing. It's very easy to hand out the wrong drinks and it just sucks. Oh, that's what, yeah, that definitely makes sense for you to hand out the, yeah. the wrong drinks. And uh, going into a little bit more detail of why the scheme sucks, Hannah quite rightly pointed out that people in queue can likely afford their own coffee or they wouldn't be there in the first place. So kind of what I was saying too. So her another quote is instead of paying for the people behind you, you can probably, who can probably afford their own coffee since they're intending to pay. 
tip the people making your drinks who have been understaffed for months. Thank you for coming to my TED talk, she says. <laughs> so again, what we talked about is the tipping. That's the perfect mm-hmm. idea. Like that's something to consider. Yeah, absolutely. But then once another person kind of disagreed, they said as a former Starbucks employee, this person sounds salty AF. It's really not that hard to keep up with. And I loved it when people would do it for others. Oh, so because yeah, you got to think about, you know, I guess depending on maybe this, how busy it is in the location, that kind of thing, maybe it can get a little crazy at certain times, but, uh, mm-hmm. I can see the point of it. I think maybe instead of doing it, instead of paying for the person behind you, maybe throw a couple bucks in the tip jar. It's a nice act of kindness and it's probably a little bit cheaper than buying the whole office frappuccinos. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 All right, Tiffany. Well, great job. I know you didn't uh, win, but uh, it's okay. There, you, there are no losers here. Just people that didn't guess the right headline. And with that, we'll be right back after these words. Boy, am I parched. But do I want coffee or soda? Why not have both? What? Who are you? Ah, don't worry about me. I'm here to tell you that with Marcola coffee syrup, you can have both. What? Well, tell me how. Well, for example, Marcola coffee soda is made with Marcola coffee syrup, sparkling water, and a twist of lemon. Wow, that sounds like a real flavor journey. It is. Go to drinkmarcola.com for this recipe and more. Wow, thanks, random guy. Everybody loves the coffee soda. Everybody loves to drink Marcola. Uh, Tiffany, I would like to just take a moment to formally apologize for tricking you into guessing the wrong article on the first segment of the show. I'm sorry, and I hope you'll find it in your heart to forgive me one day. Just know it was all for comedy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, Tiffany, please uh, let me hear your three headlines for the week. Well, I'm going to trick you. On each and every one of these. Well, I wouldn't have it any other way, babe. That's a writ. Headline number one. Do you have what it takes to be a lizard dentist? (laughs) Do you have what it takes to be a lizard dentist? Wow, do they treat alligators? Because <laughs> some things happen to that little league game that I don't want to get into. He's got a tibia stuck in his craw. <laughs> a tibia in the craw. That's yeah. my favorite old Irish limerick. Yeah. <laughs> ah, the tibia in the craw. Uh, headline number two. Five zebras roam freely in Maryland town as residents do a double take. <laughs> <laughs> Five zebras roam freely. It's my favorite Dave Matthews album. <laughs> Five zebras roam freely in Maryland town as residents do a double take. <laughs> that is a Maryland where zebras roam free. Yeah. Uh, and headline number three. Tenant asks landlord to visit old apartment to search for missing finger. <laughs> <laughs> tenant asks landlord to visit old apartment to search for missing finger for missing finger their own missing finger or one they had did i leave my finger at that last place i lived at <laughs> what did i do with that finger 
Huh. You know when you box up stuff when you move, you put your fingers in the wrong box, you put your fingers in with your toes and your silverware, and then you're trying to find fingers for months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, I just want to point out for the record here that like the first half of the show, there are two animal-related headlines and then one that's not so much. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow, this is going to be a real brain teaser. So headline number one, do you have what it takes to be a lizard dentist? Well, do you? Well, what do you say, kind person? What does it take to be a lizard dentist? I mean, you don't have to care. You have to really care about lizard teeth, for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe even more so than human teeth, which mm-hmm. puts you in a very small subset of dentistry right off the bat. Right. Like you're really specialized right there. Yeah. So a love for lizards, which immediately, anybody who loves lizards, I'm immediately suspicious of. Like, I think there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. don't trust people with lizards as pets. I'm sorry if you have a lizard as a pet. Mm-hmm. If you have a lizard as a pet, you're a little weird. L- look, you just are. <laughs> you just are. You can't cuddle with it. You can't cuddle. You, you just have it trapped in a little aquarium all day. What kind of a weirdo are you? Yeah. Like, come on. Come on. Are you going to take it out for a walk? No. Are you going to take it to the park so it can meet other, other lizards? Yeah, probably on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's something we've seen before. We did see a snake on someone's shoulders when we were yes, at the park. Yes, we did. Oh my! I didn't. Thankfully, I didn't see Kevin it. Kevin didn't see it. I thought he saw it. Kevin does not like snakes. Snakes do not bother me. Don't like them. And I like you. Don't like snakes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I was moving away from these people because I was just trying to be socially distant in the park. Yeah. I didn't want to walk right next to some people that I was not familiar with. You also were moving faster on my behalf because I think some other people that were near the snake people were talking about spiders and you were trying to hustle along so I for my benefit, he- yes. which is really, really sweet. I did not want you to hear this conversation about spiders, and I did not want us to breathe in their exhaled air. Yeah. That I was not sure where they'd been. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're talking about spiders, so they're probably not anywhere good. Yeah. And then as we pass them, you point out that there was a big yellow snake on this person's shoulders, like like they're Jake the Snake. Yeah. Only they treat it kinder and not carrying it around in a bag. Yeah. What, Jake? That's messed up, man. That's messed up, Jake. Jake, don't you know about animal husbandry? And wait, no, that's the wrong word. (laughs) Wait, they're not married, are they? I don't think so. I meant husbandry as far as taking care of snakes, not in the sense of marrying them. Is that the right word? Am I using the right word? Let's not look it up. Let's pretend that this didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what other context you'd use that word. I think I think husband. I've heard the term animal husbandry before. Let's, okay, now you got to look it up. Now I got to look it up. Please stand by, folks. Please stand by while we do a quick search of vocabulary. Define animal husbandry. Here's the definition of animal husbandry, the science of breeding and caring for farm animals. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you often tell people that your husband's a real animal, but you don't mean it. (laughs) You don't mean it in the sense that I care for farm animals. (laughs) 
I don't think I've ever heard that. That's really funny. <laughs> oh my god! I've heard that term before, but I did not know what it meant. But then I thought it would be funny if Jake married a snake. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a weird kid's book. Yeah, it does. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Den- let's get back to the, the topic at hand, lizard dentistry. <laughs> We've gone way off the path here. Somehow. <laughs> we ended up somewhere more weird. We're, we're here to have a serious conversation about oral hygiene for lizards. And now we're talking about Jake Marion snakes. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't think I have what it takes to be a lizard dentist. <laughs> So not completely off topic. I feel like we covered Kevin's uh, comfortability when yeah. it comes to to anything that might be cold blooded, <laughs> including his ex wife. Talk about snakes. Whoa. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, love of animals is probably love a qualification. Um. Uh, probably some sort of dental degree. I definitely would probably require a dental degree. Yeah. Uh, do you, I mean, how do you practice? I mean, do you just ask a friend if they have a lizard? I mean, do, is it like the, like, I, I, I remember when we lived near the community college where de- like human dentistry degrees are being handed out. There would yeah. often be things on their marquee announcing that you could get sort of like, either free or deeply discounted yeah. uh, dentist work yeah. by students. Uh-huh. So do you think they have a thing like that where like, you go to PetSmart one day and it's like, hey, bring your lizard. We'll floss it. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that kind of thing. I, I will floss your lizard. We'll f- <laughs> hey, you want your lizard flossed? <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Oh, no. I mean, I work for the I work for PetSmart. I'm, we're actually flossing lizards in there for dentistry reasons. <laughs> if you want your lizard flossed in a different way well you're gonna want to go over to hot topic (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i actually wasn't sure i feel like there's a progression of practice when it comes to lizard dentistry Mm. like like you said maybe one of the more final steps is is to have students practice on real life alive lizards live lizards yeah yeah and i said life but i tried to correct myself but i did it (laughs) very poorly and um uh but the step before that would be to have humans stand in for these lizards Mm. but wearing lizard dentures Yeah, like full lizard mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those inflated. So it's like giant so that they can see like really <laughs> right. up close. I imagine one of those like inf- those weird inflatable costumes of dinosaurs, but like one of like a lizard that someone's yeah, wearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting in a dentist's chair. Exactly. And they're like, can't talk about the heart. Yeah, because they, they're going to do what normal dentists do. Right. And that's ask you in-depth questions right. that you Are can you, only you like answer. Sports? Yeah. Yeah. That you can only answer and sounds like, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. 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 I got a, I got a, uh-huh. I got a minor in art history. Uh-huh. 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 So that, I don't know. I don't know. 
I like the idea of there being sort of a uh, uh, like a sur- a human surrogate for the lizard dentistry to practice on. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be probably your fellow uh, dentist, yeah. lizard dentist students. Like, <laughs> right, right. Other strange folks. Yeah. I mean, you think it's weird to own a lizard. Imagine wanting to work on their teeth. Yeah. What a creep. Of every size. Oh, no thanks. So, Kevin, headline number two. Zebras gone wild. Yeah. Five zebras roam freely in Maryland town as wow. residents do a double take. Wow. What? Uh, well, excuse me. Are those five zebras running by? Was that a zebra? <laughs> or five? <laughs> Wait a minute. I see one zebra. Oh, oh, hold on. There's two. Uh, wait, I'm seeing three. Make that four. Uh, hold the phone. Quattro zebras. <laughs> um, so uh, the, yeah, zebras running amok. The running amok. Causing havoc. What? Do, where do zebras come from? Well, Kevin. <laughs> when a male zebra <laughs> loves a female zebra. Yeah. They get together. What? And they tango. What's that mean? They dance. Well, I've danced before. Intimately. Oh, well, describe it to me. Africa. Okay. They're not like... Uh, but you I, I'm going to assume that they didn't like leap over a fence from Africa to Maryland. And then yes. And then chartered a cruise liner to arrive. They hitched a plane. They hitched a plane. Right. They stored them. They put on vacation hats. (laughs) I imagine the first class there's five zebras and they're like, now you're in an exit row zebra. Do, are you going to, are you able to help if something happens? Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. The zebra's lying. We're all lying. No I, one's going to help. Everyone's lying. We just want that extra leg room. You're terrified to help. F everybody else. <laughs> if something bad happens, I'm going to stretch my legs out and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's a hero. I am. You know how I'm going to be a hero if I'm in an exit row and there's something bad happens on a plane? I'm going to be a hero by staying out of it and not making it worse. That's right. Because I panic. <laughs> I will make the situation worse <laughs> with my weeping, my wailing, and possible defecation. <laughs> <laughs> just let me stretch out. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to turn some music on and just tap on my shoulder when we've landed. Okay. okay. That's all. That's yeah. all. I don't need. I'm, I'm, Absolutely. It's, it's best for everybody. Yeah. So these zebras now, they are a much more prideful powerful and helping animals than a human in my case so you would want them in the exit row yeah in this scenario yeah i do like they all have vacation hats on i do enjoy that look yeah (laughs) they i mean would they be sitting upright in the in the in the plane seat like sitting like with their butts on the seat where they be curled up 
Yeah, they would be sitting upright and mm-hmm. they would be, you know, some of them might be wearing like a, a nice sundress. Another one might be wearing like a Hawaiian shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, probably going to steer clear of anything um, that might clash with their stripes. So yeah. no additional horizontal stripes. Or polka dots. Nope. Uh. Well, I mean, polka dots, but it has to be on like a small scale. So oh. nothing like too big okay. and crazy. Because right. like the patterns can go together, but they don't have to match. Um, uh-huh. And uh, yeah, some of them might be wearing a nice, lovely solid. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't know they could do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think when the zebras went through security that they had to take their hooves off to go through the security? No, they can't. But they did have to remove their shoes. Okay, so they were wearing shoes on top of their hooves. Yeah. I mean, they're oh. not horses, but m- maybe zebras also wear shoes. Oh, okay, that's true. Zebras, they're... Run... They're... <laughs> I short-circuited there. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say zebras have their own stripes. I don't know. That was dumb. Um, yes, I think you're correct. Um, so they're they're now running around Maryland. So do you think that... So I don't... So we, we, we've ruled out the idea that this was a pleasure trip gone wrong and they've just... Uh, are now loose. Like perhaps a zoo break perhaps <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was looking at pleasure trip <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what they call it i called my realtor once and said hey i want to go on a pleasure trip they hung up on me yeah, so maybe i'm using maybe i'm using <laughs> the wrong words <laughs> i also had a cold so i was breathing heavy i think they got the wrong idea <laughs> you want to go on a, a pleasure trip <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, that was probably a canceled membership right there, Kev. <laughs> so the yeah, the zebras were probably like uh, they, they were probably on the go on a mission. Maybe they they just needed to. Maybe they they wanted to go and see uh, something else in the country. Like maybe maybe go check out some of Washington D.C. They'd never right. been there. Yeah, they were interested in in seeing the washington monument they wanted to go to baltimore they're big fans of that show the wire yeah so why not they wanted to to maybe catch a, a ravens game <laughs> indeed yeah they, they love football yes like, i knew that that was a football game of team yes <laughs> that's correct <laughs> i was i'm familiar uh do are, are zebras i mean let me rephrase this because zebras are like horses in their look, but do people ride zebras? They look like they're, they pretty much look like horses with just stripes on them. But as far as their hair is different, is it? Yeah. They don't. Well, if you, okay. So a zebra, if you look at its tail, its tail is different. It has like a proper tail with like, a foof of fur at the bottom or hair at the bottom. And then a zebra doesn't have like a full mane like a horse does. Oh, okay. It just kind of has more of a mohawk. <laughs> oh. But as far as like their musculature and stuff, pretty much look the same, right? Yeah, I, th- I think. I like, think I think so. a horse and a zebra could probably run at the same speed. They're probably pretty fast. Yeah, but you don't see like zebras involved in like horse racing, but maybe because it's not, also they're not the, horses. Yeah. I mean, horses, not all horses are domesticated. There are still wild horses right. that exist in this country. 
But zebras, uh, I don't think, have ever been domesticated. Yeah, I think you're. I think they've right. always been a wild animal, so right. they wouldn't be trained to hold humans for for racing right. purposes, which isn't really great either. No, it's it's bad. Like I think it's one of those things that we've just accepted over time as being normal, but now that we're a little bit more sophisticated as a society, we're like, wait, why are we doing this now? Why are we still doing this? Yeah. Do we need to, do we need to do this? That's how it's always been done. But we have the internet now. We have TV. We have (laughs) so many different things to entertain (laughs) us with. We don't need this anymore. (laughs) Um, Like, yes, watching animals forced to race seem like fun when that's the only reason to get out of the house. (laughs) But now we have other things to do. To be fair, it's not fun to watch anyone or anything race. I don't like watching people like the Olympics. I don't like watching humans race. People racing, car racing, dog racing. It feels like we're in a rat race every day, so I don't want to see more. Oh, brother. Kevin, headline number three. Tenant asked landlord to visit old apartment to search for missing finger. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you think it was their own? own finger like they they moved into a new place they just getting settled in and they're like they went to go press the button on something and they're like wait a minute like the microwave or a doorbell yeah like probably the microwave because if you're in your own apartment you probably don't need to ring your own doorbell and you might not even have a doorbell depending on your apartment i mean sometimes in the privacy of your own home you can (laughs) ring your own doorbell (laughs) (laughs) but probably the microwave and then they're like wait a minute where's that digit that i usually use to (laughs) get it now what did i do with that finger now what did i do with that finger yeah was it just like one like maybe they had like a jar like a you know how we keep like pencils in like a jar? Yeah. Maybe you, there's like a bunch of fingers. Like, wait a minute. We're, I think I'm missing a finger. Yeah. It's a, it's your your spare finger. Yeah. You got to have a spare finger. And it's the special one too. Like the one you really, really love. Right. It's got lots of rings on it. Uh-huh. Gold ones. Gold rings. Yeah. Onion so, rings. No, no onion rings. Probably olives on the tips. <laughs> is there another way to eat them you gotta you just you put them on the tip and you eat it yeah mm-hmm. um yeah and then you're like where's that finger now or is it someone is it a collection of fingers it's like a serial killer who's lost one of their fingers right and so this person shows up wearing gloves because they're like shit now the landlord has knows that I'm looking for something so specific. <laughs> so I'm going to either pretend that it's my finger or I'm going to have to kill him. <laughs> I mean, he does have 10 fingers that I could add to my collection. Right. What do I do? This is a real But the dilemma. risk is too great. Oh man. This is a real conundrum. Yeah. But maybe, I mean, maybe it's not a real finger. Let's get out of the dark zone. Okay. All right. Maybe. What else? Maybe it's like a trophy or something. Uh, like a. Like a gold finger. Like a golden finger. Yeah. For, from winning. Um, fastest typer. <laughs> um, perhaps they were a hand model. 
Okay. Maybe they were, or maybe, yeah, like a, they showed off rings and then maybe their, exactly. their finger was the finger. Maybe it was the finger that they modeled E.T.'s fingers after. It, yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it could be any of that. Maybe what other, what other movies are there? Involving fingers, well, there's a whole library of them. Let me tell you, you, uh, have, you have to ask for the you have to ask for the catalog. The guy gets it out from behind the counter. Well, not those. Oh. What if it's like, what if they are someone who has had great ideas? So they like stick their finger in there, like I have an idea. <laughs> so they're. I like that. You know, like they're. Uh huh. Uh-huh, you know. Or it's uh, the the golden finger for someone that's. Uh, like really good at like getting a server's attention in a restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Or hailing a cab. It's yeah. the Haley Award. It's the Haley for Award. For best hell cabbing, cab hails. Cab, cab hell, hells. <laughs> Hail cab. Sounds like a very strange religion, doesn't it? It does. It does. <laughs> tell, tell everybody the funny thing you said about hail recently. I did. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it translates. I know. Well, we'll try it if it sounds weird. Okay. Well, we it's it's like that uh, sign that we saw recently for a roofing uh, place, and it, it just said hail damage. Yeah. <laughs> I hail. said that's a weird. It's a weird new church here in Buffalo. <laughs> damage. We pray to you. <laughs> <laughs> Teach their own, I guess. They wish everybody happy accident. Yeah. Happy accident. Happy accident. <laughs> happy accident to you. Happy accident to you. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> so yeah, so all kinds of finger. You could have all kinds of finger awards. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what? I I understand it, that sort of uh, trophy or. Um, meaningful object you would want to go back to the landlord and be like i left something here that was really really important you don't understand the great lengths that i went through to get this finger (laughs) it's very important it's a it's in fact it could be the it's the number one number one finger one finger maybe it's the finger that they model the number one foam hand from yeah that's an important finger uh-huh. Think of all the times that finger's been flying. <laughs> I don't know if that's really like the most uh, frequently flown finger. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. There's one that's like one the, over. The other <laughs> one is probably, uh, well, it's a, it's a decorated uh, uh, road rage award, really. <laughs> it's really... so kevin one of these is real oh my gosh these are great this is fantastic so we got the missing or finger we have the roaming zebras yeah and then we have the lizard dentist yeah (laughs) these are so funny (laughs) oh what great joy these have all brought us tonight i raise my finger to you and i will say i will hold up the finger of the story that I think is real. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Okay. On the count of three, I'm going to hold up the finger or fingers indicating to you which article I'm selecting as the real story. Okay. One, two, three. 
I'm going to go with headline number one as being real. Lizard dentist. Do you have what it takes to be a lizard dentist? I sure hope so. Kevin, that is a fake headline. Ah, I thought it was real because the way it was phrased. Like, do you have what it takes? Like, it sounds like something. I could see it. I could see that headline. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Well, we got zebras and we got the finger. Well, I want the finger to be real. So I'm going to go with fingers as the real story. Tenant asked landlord to visit old apartment to search for missing finger. Yeah. That was a fake headline. Come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So the real story is zebras running around. Yeah. Wow. No fingers involved, huh? No fingers involved. Okay. Let's hear it. No fingers. Great job. Thank you. You didn't have to trick me, but I mean... He still won without trickery. Hard work pays off. Yeah. You don't trick. <laughs> Lesson learned. Fingers. So this came out. Uh, about a week ago. Um, and they're, they're still looking for these zebras. Wait, what? Really? They haven't captured them yet. Apparently they're very fast. Oh, geez, Louise. So this is from NBC News. Five zebras roam freely in Maryland town as residents do a double take. <laughs> Five gallivanting zebras. <laughs> That's my favorite Chris part of that Christmas song. Five gallivanting zebras. <laughs> <laughs> that escape from a private farm have been running, turning heads as they wander through a Maryland town. <laughs> It's such a strangely Baltimore-centric Christmas song, but we love it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that worked out. (laughs) Of course, you can sing anything and make it real. Haven't you heard all the dumb shit I do? Um, It's true. Three of the exotic. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Three of the exotic animals were first reported to authorities August 31st after they were spotted in a wooded area of Upper Marlboro, about 20 miles from the nation's capital, said Ronnie Taylor, chief of Prince George County's Animal Services Division. <laughs> I like the I like they're called three exotic or was it say three exotic ones? What is it? <laughs> three of the exotic animals. <laughs> yeah, I like to report three exotic animals, please. <laughs> uh, they're very exotic. No, exotic, not erotic. They're exotic. Exotic animals. There's three of them. I don't know what they're called. They have stripes. <laughs> I don't know. You co- sent just sent someone. Not tigers. <laughs> The ones that look like horses. Yeah, I threw I threw some raw meat at them and they didn't they didn't blink, so they're not they're not lions. Or tigers. <laughs> <laughs> they have stripes. <laughs> I don't know a lot about it. Look, look. All I'm saying is they're very exotic. Get over here. <laughs> Zebras running loose in Prince George's County is something we've never seen. <laughs> That's for sure, he said. There's a buzz. A lot of people are talking about it. <laughs> this must be a small place. Yeah. I mean, it's no lower Marlboro. 
Taylor said the animals appear to be transversing through the woods between two farms. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The zebras escaped from a 300-acre farm owned by Jerry Holly, Taylor said. Holly, who could not be immediately reached for comment. <laughs> Suspiciously missing <laughs> Mr. Holly. Is he okay? Maybe that's how they broke out. They, like, they are looking for him help. Up. They tied him up and they oh, ran. Yes, that's it. That's He's it. like in the basement, like duct taped to a chair. <laughs> if I get those goddamn exotic animals back here, so help me God. <laughs> <laughs> i have to read the sentence over again and it's just a lot holly who could not be immediately reached for comment is legally licensed by the u.s department of agriculture culture to keep 39 zebras 39 not one more (laughs) not one more listen mr holly if i see 40 zebras on your property when i come to inspect it you're gonna have hell to pay (laughs) The zebra... Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. They, it's an alligator that has to go check oh. it. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Holly. It's uh, me from the uh, zebra control board. How many you got? Let's see. Line them up. Line up those exotic beasts for me. <laughs> you gave that alligator a voice of someone who... <laughs> probably runs like a middle of nowhere strip club (laughs) (laughs) looking for those exotic dancers (laughs) the animals were brought to the farm shortly before they escaped oh the usda did not respond to requests for comment taylor said he met with the farm's caretaker who had not figured out how the animals escaped Probably through a fence. What a terrible caretaker. I know. I don't think you're responsible for these zebras no. whatsoever. I you, hope you know the what? other 34 escape as well. <laughs> you know what? You're now legally only allowed to have 27 zebras, okay? <laughs> I'm taking away some of your zebra privileges. You clearly don't know how to caretake them. Holly either owns or once owned the Shiloh Zoo and Park in my Canope my my Sharona. My Canopy, Florida? Obi-Wan. Mm. Hold on. They're not sure if this guy owns... Like, aren't, isn't this the newspaper? Can't the reporter <laughs> figure this out? <laughs> what a sloppy reporter. He may or may not have owned a zoo at one point. We can't confirm it. I could, as a reporter... I know! Call in some sources, maybe do some research, but... We have the we have deadlines and we had to get this article published, so you get it, folks. Can you tell me how to pronounce this Floridian place? I don't know Florida. No one does. It's M I C K E Y M O U S E. M I C A N O P Y. Mike Canopy. How do you say it? Mike Canopy. <laughs> You cannot be from a copy. I'm from a copy. (laughs) How'd you get here? In a jalopy. Oh my God. What the hell is wrong with us? Oh, it does let you listen to how it's pronounced. 
Hold on, let me queue up my volume here. Play, come on. Mikanopi. Mikanopi. Okay. Mikanopi. 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 As I was saying. <laughs> Holly either owns <laughs> or once owned the Shiloh Zoo in and park in Micanopy, Florida. Well, I know one reporter who's not winning a golden finger for his <laughs> reporting skills. <laughs> Paul Curling said his 10-year-old daughter, Layla, was amazed when she looked out the kitchen window last week and saw zebras roaming about. Oh, my God. That would be terrifying. She did a double take, Curling said. Did you see that? My daughter took a double take. Uh, just <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny, like, explaining that your kid did a double take. That's <laughs> like, just like a weird thing to say. <laughs> My kid did a double take. <laughs> she did a double take, Curling said. She never looks up from her phone. This was big, big news. <laughs> this must be a small town. This is so funny how this is written to me. That's... <laughs> Hold on, let me backtrack a little bit. Paul Curling said his 10-year-old daughter, Layla, was amazed when she looked out the kitchen window last week and saw zebras ro- roaming about. She did a double take, Curling said. She was shocked and went upstairs and told my wife. <laughs> wow. My what wife a reaction. Did, my wife didn't believe her. <laughs> my daughter often makes up stuff. She's a bit of a, uh, what do you say, chronic liar. <laughs> The family then saw the animals from a bedroom window. Curling's adult daughter shot the video. It, it sounds like it sounds like every sort of like kids movie where the kid is like, "No, really, I saw it. Yeah, it's out yeah. there." And the parents are like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." Sure and then next thing you know, this magical thing happens, and the parents are like, "What? There are zebras." <laughs> Um, NBC Washington uh, posted some of the footage showing a zebra walking along railroad tracks near Curling's backyard. <laughs> Looking to it appeared to be cooking stones like it was sad that it had run away from home. Just kidding. <laughs> it was eating beans out of a can over a fire. <laughs> it, was it was waiting for the next train. <laughs> another zebra was just laying there strumming a guitar. <laughs> There's another one tied to the tracks? <laughs> <laughs> These zebras are out of hand. Mike cannot be tied to that tracks right now. <laughs> <sighs> I thought it was a deer for a second, and then I saw it was a zebra, Layla told the TV station. The whole zebra, right next to our playground, outside the fence. <laughs> this kid. Well, thankfully, it was the whole thing and not just part of it. <laughs> right, like a disembodied zebra. That'd be scarier, actually. I know. like this Kids not only seeing ghosts, but ghost zebras. The, head- the headless zebra. <laughs> Uh, Curling said they often see deer, foxes, and raccoons in the backyard, but nothing like this. We've all been, (laughs) we've all been pretty much looking and glancing around ever since to see if they possibly make a reappearance. Wow. So they're still gone, huh? They're out there and just in the wild. The farm's caretaker has set up a feeding station in the woods and cameras mounted on trees where the zebras have been congregating, Taylor said. The caretaker plans to slowly corral them so they don't get spooked. He hopes to soon safely return them to the farm. Although based on his track record of the zebras only being at the farm for mere days before they escaped, 
does not make me think that this person is going to be able to do much to solve this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> also, where is Mr. Holly? We got to find Mr. Holly. Oh, man. <laughs> Please check on him, reporter. He may or may not be alive. Why don't you check on him? You lazy bum. <laughs> I have to tell you something, too. Um, okay. So, believe it or not, Kevin, this is not the only zebra story in the news. <laughs> Wait a minute. I have to share this with you because I was like, which one do I go with? Wait, you had you found two zebra stories. There's two zebra stories. Good Lord. What's the other one? A zebra lost its fingers in an apartment. Okay. I'll just I'll read this one real quick because it's it's pretty recent. Um I have not pre read this, so hopefully it doesn't suck. But this is from the independent um and uh it says zebras remain on the loose in Maryland after the other runaways return to a Wisconsin farm. It's like there's a big plot for zebras to escape. Wait, is this like the zebra railroad going on here? <laughs> They're all wait. So, so the zebra railroad. Wait, so this is also in Maryland zebras. No, this one is in Wisconsin. Whoa. So this headline is saying zebras remain on the loose in Maryland. Oh, after. Runaways return to a Wisconsin farm. So they're acknowledging that the Maryland story still, is occurring at this time. Still out there. But at the same time, there's a Wisconsin situation <laughs> where gotcha. zebras are on the loose. I think See, now, now the, it's uh, very funny to me. The reporter from the other story couldn't even figure out Mr. Holly's affiliation <laughs> with a zoo. This reporter is referencing another story. Great job already. Uh, not only uh, another story, but in another country, because this is the independent UK. Oh my gosh! They don't so. even have a they don't even have a zebra in this race. They are <laughs> they are writing in from England. So this article: two runaway zebras are back home with private owners in Wisconsin after taking a stroll on a rural highway, but a handful of their striped compatriots remain on the on the lamb in Maryland after a separate breakout. <laughs> <laughs> zebra break 2021 september has been an unusual month for zebra escapes uh. in america more than two <laughs> weeks ago five zebras managed to flee a private farm in upper marlboro maryland and they've yet to be recovered halfway across the country two more wisconsin two more in wisconsin escaped their rural home and became hooved highway traffic <laughs> much to the amusement of passing garbage truck driver who captured them on video <laughs> my god there's literally zebras walking down the road said david hopped as he filmed the encounter uh he added i'm on the african safari garbage truck good lord <laughs> the outagami county sheriff's department said the two zebras were quickly returned to their owners who were not identified huh well it's not even the first exotic call animal call we've gotten every once in a while you get something different but yeah having a garbage truck driver call you and say well there are two zebras on the road is a bit unusual sergeant nathan borman told the news all has not been resolved this quickly in maryland however where the zebras made their getaway at the beginning of the month they share farm with more than three dozen others and it's still not sure how they escaped this this needs to be on the the, the new season of unsolved mysteries i we know. need to have we need to have robert stack involved we need to have reenactments <laughs> we need to figure this out i know there needs to be a hot there needs to be we need to get up and running look i know we can't bring robert stack back rest in peace mm -hmm. great leader of unsolved mysteries hashtag stack brat hashtag stack brat 
but we can we can relaunch that unsolved mysteries call center and start having people call in some tips i would love that i would work there how do i get there we would we could totally work from home there yeah let's do it we have experience <laughs> well i hope to hopefully next episode we'll have some updates on these zebras but zebras on the lamb am i right uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> right now there's like five zebras in quebec all like wearing like <laughs> <laughs> like fake mustaches i know <laughs> they'll recognize us we <laughs> oui, we <oui. laughs> <laughs> well great job tiff that was fantastic thank you thank you good stuff yeah thanks for listening everybody uh if you want to keep the fun rolling uh check us out on social media we are uh, at fake headlines podcast on both uh facebook and instagram we're also on twitter at fakeheadpod and uh, if you want to check out our website fakeheadlinespodcast.com has an archive of all of our shows and you can also email us at fakeheadlinespodcast at gmail.com don't forget when you go to instagram uh go ahead and look at the link in bio there's always fun stuff there um different links to uh some of our favorite businesses um small businesses and other ones like a third love and also grove grove so a couple things that we enjoy spending our money on and hopefully you will as well yeah um is that everything and if you happen to be listening on apple podcasts uh, leave us a five-star review it's so easy you don't even have to use apple Podcasts. just subscribe to our show on there click on the five stars it just kind of helps keep our numbers up in the charts and all that good stuff but feel free to listen to us however you choose to you can even listen to us on facebook it's very easy you just click on as the shows are published you can just click on it right there in your newsfeed. super easy and if you would love to hear us do more episodes the best way to do that is to tell your friends tell your friends to become our fake friends yeah follow us on facebook and share our posts on there very simple or tweets yeah absolutely yeah so thanks for listening everybody thanks for your support we really appreciate it we have a fun time uh, every episode and uh, we will uh, see you next time <laughs> bye yeah.